Hello and welcome to another edition of the Cinescape Magazine podcast, the Superstore commentary thing. Thingy Fuck. <laughs> I mean, <it's> just... <laughs> well, well, we're not we're not Mel Blank, uh, you know, practicing in front of the mirror every day. I'll tell you that. Yeah, let me do this again. <laughs> welcome to the Cinescape Magazine show. Shoot. It's the Superstore podcast. Let me fix. Let me adjust. This is... I don't know what this one is. I can't wait till this goes into super storage. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies lunch. So, one of, most Saturday Night, Live, Saturday Night Live movies I'm not a fan of because most of them are just... Too gimmicky. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did on purpose. Too gimmicky, too sticky, and it's just like if you ever watched Pat, it's Pat the movie, Ugh. or Stewart Saves His Family, or whatever. You know, Stewart Saves His Family isn't as bad now as it was when it first came out. Yeah, because Thursday, last Monday, the expectation is is gone. The of you know Wayne's World or anything else like that. Yeah, that's a movie. It's bad, but that's a movie that you can watch without personal. Really, End of conversation is it beginning of conversation? Yeah. Oh my having to think about anything. You know what? I Everyone's when people bring up what's the worst movie you've ever seen, you tell from her I forget a lot. For a long time, it was Rocky Horror Picture Show for me, and then I, I until we bring up Saturday Night Live movies, Avengers Grimm. So it's far. Pat. It's Pat is the worst movie I've ever seen. What about the other one with Molly? Superstar. Yeah, Superstar. Superstar sucked, but it had moments of funniness. Just like Freddy Got Fingered. That movie's horrible, but it has moments that are hilarious. But is it better than Pat? Yes. Okay. I hated it. It's Pat. There was nothing redeemable about that film at all. It's just repulsive characters making repulsive sounds, and you don't give a shit. It's just very uncomfortable yeah. to watch it. It's very forced. Yeah, and that's a character that should have never been in a movie. <laughs> like they, that should have been like a, a character that was in like part of a, in a, a skit and then murdered in the same skit and never seen again. Yeah. Right. So anyway, I'm bringing it up because I watch. I love Night at the Roxbury. It, it, it is a great comedy. Fuck the critics on that one. It is, I love it. I absolutely. The Roxbury? Yeah. From I never really liked it, but, Judging you know, I, I, I'm in the minority on yeah. this one. Um, the characters are just so stupid. The, the whole head shake thing. <laughs> You know, the like yeah. I, I didn't even like the characters. Like I did like the characters, but just no when they were when they were doing the shorts on Saturday Night Live with Jim Carrey. Yeah, that was funny. Like when they would get the girl and they would do the dance. And that, that was hilarious. She's like a pinball. Yeah. And then she had to escape and then she, you know, wanders off in a daze screaming. And. That was funny, yeah. but but it became too much, uh -huh. you know. Like I'm really surprised they didn't make a, a movie with the Will Ferrell, Sherry O'Terry characters where they were cheerleaders. Yeah, and I'm really glad they didn't because just just the skits alone are funny enough. Yeah, but at, other than that, you know, like I don't know. Do you think they would have done thinking. a Van by the River if Chris Farley didn't die? No, no. But they they maybe they were worth thinking about it. Yeah, I don't know. Something embarrassing. So I the reason why I brought it up was because I watched that movie every year. You know, it's. I love it, right? It's like me and Christmas and, story. And I never noticed until this time watching it recently that Mark McKinney 
is the guy who um, oversees the the wedding at the end of the movie. Right. Where you know where you see Eva Mendez in her first role of, uh, as one of the bridesmaids. Uh-huh. And just to see him there, I'm like. He doesn't sound anything like Glenn. <laughs> Mark McKinney sounds <laughs> sounds normal. He sounds absolutely normal. Yeah, the same thing when uh, Kids in the Hall was on. Yeah, like he didn't. I don't think he ever did any of those. He doesn't silly wear characters. lipstick in real life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, you're gonna be fine. Yeah, but I I can't remember if he didn't. Like I think Mark McKinney also did a voice in Lilo and Stitch. Well, uh, along with um, no, what's his name? Kevin. He's already got a girlfriend. No, Kevin McDonald. Okay, you know. Whoa, but because of Amy. I've always wanted to know what happened to most of the rest. Like. What happened to the cast? Well, we know that uh, Dave no, went on this. to do news radio. No take backs. And yeah. Mark obviously went on to do this. Mm. And Kevin goes on to do like a ton of voiceover shit. But what about Bruce and uh, uh, Scott? You know, Scott, the gay guy. She's still pretending to be dating Jeff. He he did a, he did minor roles here and there. He's been in a bunch of TV series, but but whatever happened to Bruce? You know. Obviously, we don't get Canadian TV down here, so we don't yeah. know if he's what, what he's done. Yeah, like the show Shits Creek is is a Canadian show, of course, of course and customers here. It uh, it didn't start really getting noticed down here until it. I'd say after season three, when uh, people start more and more watching it on Netflix. Oh, yeah, see, I was watching it on DirecTV, uh-huh. and it was it had only been like the first season. I just found it on accident. Yeah, I was like, really? Is that a name? Shit's Creek. <laughs> Yeah, Catherine O'Hara is is great in that show. I don't know. You know, just just over the top and over dramatic with her character. I don't know if the show I don't think the show should be on as long as it's been on for. You know, I think the seventh season that's coming out is the final season. But it, it just, I think one of those shows where the gimmick, you know, kind of outlasts itself. Because you know how it's going to end up. You know it's going to end up where they're actually going to become sentimental about where they live now and and be their heads are going to be less up their asses about being elitist and spoiled brats. We don't know. It makes people feel excluded. Other than that, <laughs> we were we were talking about Superstar, right? The Molly McGrath film. Yeah, Superstar. Well, Bruce McCullough was in Have that. Guys, heard the new Fetty Wap song. So Bruce We're is the guy. So. Uh, music. Okay, that's um, just a bunch of sounds, and I can hear that anywhere. Three, two, one. Do you know how? Okay, how there's a ton of of actors, voice actors, and stuff that just disappear off the map, right? And then there's always people that come and they just pop up out of nowhere and all of a sudden they're... they're it. What I'm noticing now is like because of the culture shift, a uh, generation gap that's happening more and more apparently to me at my age now is I'm noticing there is a ton of popular young actors that are out there I've never heard of before. I don't know what they're from, but they're, they're coming up from YouTube, you know, influencer, you know... Fame or TikToks or or whatever Disney Channel shows or whatever they they've been on, and it's just weird because I I I don't know who the fuck any of these people are anymore. I don't even lawyer office kind of don't even care. What does that mean? I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. How about 
we order our meals at the same time. When you're looking up old actors, like, 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 where did he go? What happened to this guy, right? And you start looking them up, and they all disappeared. And it's like, well, these people have more talent than some of these young, uh, young people that are coming up. Why the fuck are these people here when these people are still, they, they're still, like, okay, Rick DeCommon. I don't know how you pronounce his name. Rick There you go. He's dead. He just died recently in the last couple of years, right? And you look at his filmography and he just dropped off. But he was a funny-ass dude. Or the dude, the... Um, but they don't just drop off. We just don't know some because they're doing, you know, f- you know, other things. I can't remember the character's name, but remember the guy who was the best friend. He was the party guy in Teen Wolf. The first Teen Wolf. Yeah, the guy that the... Um, oh, the emails. Oh, the poor man's... Uh, the mom. Yeah. Okay. That guy, I thought that guy was going to have a huge career um, after seeing him in Teen Wolf. And then he ended up being like a nothing after that. Or even someone like Judd Nelson. You know, Judd Nelson, you know, huge with the Brat Pack stuff. And then he just phased out. He still does things here and there, but he, he just kind of disappeared. I watched a shitty movie with him and, uh, oh my God. Him and Bill Paxton from like 1991. It is fucking horrible, dude. It is. I didn't do a review on this because I I just didn't even want to talk about how off-putting it was. But there's a movie with 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 Judd Nelson and Bill Paxton. Where I swear to God, if you go into a movie review of this, I'm gonna turn off your mic. <laughs> I'm not. You will. I'm just gonna tell you what the premise is. The premise is Judd Nelson is this shitty comedian who is not funny at all. But all of a sudden, he grows a third arm out of the middle of his back. Oh, okay. And they, he, start, he starts using it as a gimmick to actually become popular throughout the comedic circuit. And it is the shittiest movie, one of the shittiest movies I've ever seen in my life. And I, yeah, I'm not going to review it. I don't even want to tell you the name of it. Look up Judd Nelson third arm movie. and then Just look up Judd Nelson. Yeah, yeah, look it up. His filmography is not very long. Well, anyways, uh, Rick Dukeman was in a whole bunch of movies. Like pretty much every movie in the 80s that you could think of. Yeah, The Burbs. He was in. Yeah. So name a movie. (laughs) The Money Pit. (laughs) No. And then we made love. Spaceballs. Die Hard. You read the sign, no parking. Little Monsters. The Hunt for Red October. I loved him in Little Monsters. He was a great character in Little Monsters. Gremlins 2. The Last Boy Scout, which we were talking about off mic. Yeah, he he just, yeah, he got killed by... uh, Encino Man. (laughs) Class Act. By my Loaded Weapon. Last Action Hero. Groundhog Day. You mean the underside? Bad Uh, movie called Blank Check. Jury Duty. Just the food. Uh, (laughs) Scary movie. Loose Muffin, Loose Muffin! Polly Shore is dead. And his last movie was Funky Monkey. Yeah. So... But, like, Rick Rick Dukeman is, was a guy that you think that he'd be, like, you know... Well, he's also a stand-up comedian, so in between all that shit, he was just doing stand-up comedy. And, look, everyone does... You do what you want to do, but it just seems like certain people have that, that charisma, that, that screen presence, that you, you'd think that they'd be in more things. Or he doesn't. He didn't care. I, and there's that he, he too. was also doing part-time roles. That's and there's all. people like that. I mean, you look at. Um, oh my God! The guy who played. Oh yeah. He played the main asshole bad guy in People Under the Stairs. No, that actor. Who was he? Was on Twin Peaks and stuff like that. 
he intentionally does not like to act, and he dropped off for like 20 years and came back just to do the third season of Twin Peaks. And he's only in a couple of scenes. He's not in very much of it. But like David Lynch. We're not even talking about this. We never do. We never talk about this This is the fourth time we watch this goddamn episode. Yeah. And there's a reason. There's a story behind it, and the story is. I really appreciate this gesture. I do have this. We had a computer crash. We'll just blame the itis. Yeah. <laughs> the computer got COVID. <laughs> so we have, we have watched this episode multiple times. And, and, and look, this is this episode is all about ladies' lunch. Um, and, you know, yeah, I'm sorry, this these people the first ladies lunch are boring. Yeah, there's finally a moment where the characters are actually, they have a little bit of rhythm and they start to seem like real people instead of just forced characters for a little bit of this episode. Yeah. Even Dina gets normal for a second and then all of a sudden she gets annoying again. Yeah. But then you have the forced garbage of, you know, the, the, the fake relationship going on. And then you have... Uh, like the the librarian chick, I don't know who her name is, but she just reminds me of a librarian mm-hmm. who who butts into what's her name's Mary uh, Brown. Yeah, meeting with with guy that she you know that, that looks like her brother. Yeah, <laughs> which we've mentioned multiple times. Glenn, Garrett, and Darren. Okay, obviously I'd kill Glenn. Um, probably just like slit his throat or tear him limb for limb. Uh, then I'd marry Darren, and I've already f- Garrett, so I guess him again. <laughs> no, 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 really, I have. <laughs> Why are laughing? Because I did. <laughs> At Black Friday, after we all got sick. <laughs> The security camera. <laughs> I just I like the old lady. She's the best character ever. Myrtle. Yeah, she's. The only reason why I remember her name is like I'm not gonna say on the show. Myrtle <laughs> Turtle. No, but yeah, I mean she ordered a gigantic steak and she's gonna eat the whole thing. Oh my god, Glenn! Oh my! Oh my god, are you okay? <laughs> what happened? I can see the whole store from up here. Oh, no. It's going to be fine. I get it. I get it. Mateo's wearing pink plastic because he's gay. Right. Sir, <laughs> sir, this lady here. She... When you have a second. Sir. Like, we needed a reminder that he was gay. Thanks for trying. <laughs> You're welcome. This is completely... Ign- I like it how the fact that they're both completely ignored you can. by the bartender. Yeah. Okay. I'll sit. <laughs> So do you think you and Adam are you? Do you have any kind of social yes. awkwardness, or do you? Are you just go with the flow for the most part? Because you seem to be fine. I have been together. You know, you, you have the act like you've been there. You know, attitude for the most part. But I do have social awkwardness, but yeah, I just because we're afraid. I just go with it. You know, if I don't want to be somewhere, I don't. I don't go. Um, it's bit me on the ass a couple of times. One of them was uh, at a. At, at a uh, show that some friends had at a place in Southern California. In high school. And, and we were backstage, and it was really, really hot backstage. And there's the dressing room, or green room, whatever you want to call it. So I went, I ducked in there because the air conditioning was on there. Yeah. And a bunch of people came in, and they were raiding the fridge of beer. 
And they're like, whose beer is this? I was just like, okay. I don't know. It's the green rooms. It's not mine. I just want to relax. I think it's for the band. They're like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to do that. So they're like, you want a beer? Like, I guess, sure. Oh, and then they left you holding the beer. So, no, I, they walked outside. I could have walked out with them. It's not yeah. that big of a so I was drinking it, and then, like, the stage the stage director lady came in, yeah. and she looks at me. She's like, why are you drinking the beer? And I was just like, someone gave it to me. Winner gets Amy. And she went and looked in the fridge, and was like, the fridge was empty. And she's like, "Oh yeah, did you drink all the beer in the fridge? And I was just like, when the fuck would I have done that? Yeah, exactly. I was like, do I look like I'm that drunk? <laughs> and and she goes out. She literally goes out and tells on me. When he confronted the witches. So the, here's the social awkward part, right? Yeah. That's why I ducked in. And <laughs> and then I came out and everybody's looking at me. And I'm like, what? And like, you drank all the beer in the fridge? And I was like, oh. No, but if that's the story, then let's go with it. Yeah. Right? Let's, let's just stick with the story that I drank all the beer in the fridge. Yeah. I got banned from the House of Blues. <laughs> Oh. In Southern California. Why have you never mentioned this before? I've mentioned this story a hundred times. Not to me. So Sorry. The, the the funniest thing is 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 I was relating the story to one of the guys Hi. in the group. Carol. And and his name is Joe. And Joe goes I don't remember that at all. I'm like, oh I, so I told him the story. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you got banned from, I was like, yeah, this, this, she was a fucking ruthless, just a, she's a bitch. And he goes, yeah, well, everyone, no <laughs> one a, liked her. There's a picture of you just doing the bro yeah. and yeah. you're holding the beer in one hand. <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, she literally went and told Ralph, <laughs> at the time, the, the lead singer of, of, of the Atomic Punks was a guy named Ralph Sens. Yeah. And, and Ralph got mad at me. You know, so this turned into this turned into kind of a yes, uh, a fuck you, fuck you type of situation. You don't get and and my and my buddy Dave. And I think this is this is all co- coincides with with the same shit. But my buddy Dave had told me that Ralph is kind of pissed at me. I said if Ralph pissed at me, then he can tell me himself. I know that. You know, that's. But I it, it may Marcus keeps it's kind of blurry right now, but. Because you drank all the beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I drank all the beer. <laughs> but I, I explained it. I told her, I was like, I didn't, I didn't fucking drink any of the beer. It was just like, I had one beer. I was like, I was standing in there because it's the only place that has air conditioning. They literally left you holding the beer. Yeah. And I was so pissed off about it. And then, then that's when my buddy Dave's like, yeah, we're banned. So. <laughs> you should call Dan Aykroyd up. So. Years later, we're at the House of Blues, and my buddy Dave goes, "We're going backstage." Ooh, I was like, looks I, "I nope, I, I'm not allowed backstage." Nope. What's up, babe? He goes, "Just, just pretend, just yeah. go in, pretend like you own the place." Hey, uh, they won't question it. I was like, "Yeah, I know that, but I've been banned." He's like, yeah, "Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. She doesn't work there anymore. She got fired." Yeah. <laughs> The reason why nobody knew is because, like, not long after that in- that incident, that she got fired. Yeah, yeah. and she couldn't protect the beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, well, it was, it was more than that. But she, uh, <laughs> like, three people knew about it, and I thought that everybody knew about it. So, oh my god. Hello, hello, Glenn. Good morning, afternoon. Good afternoon to you. How far would I have to drive to see a prairie? 
Prairie. I want it. I'll find that out right now. Thank you. Just in a second. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, I am okay. Because I am a professional, so... Want me to touch my nose with my finger? No problem. Okay, you want me to do the alphabet backwards? Sure. Z, Y... P-A. <laughs> X. Uh, so you, you might... Here, dude, I had a, I had managers in my old jobs that would just take long lunches. Um, you know, clear. I don't think I can. You'd hear like, oh yeah, they, they'd order like you know four or five drinks while they're you know, it's a three martini lunch. Yeah, whoever together we make jokes of. I came to work drunk many times. I can't follow you because you and uh, one of them I had the day off. Sorry, and uh, I'm a little bit drunk. So I started day drinking. Yeah. I had a beer. Yes. And I was like, "Oh, one." You are. I'll have two. So they got text. Uh, you're supposed to be in training today. Like, so sorry. You what? Were saying <laughs> something about. And I'm thinking like, I I'm not gonna be able to fucking make it to training. Well, yeah, I should have just called in sick, but like, no, I I went to work. Like that. <laughs> that was stupidly. You should get on and, with that kind. And of then <laughs> this, I don't. So I go to training. It's wrong. And after training, I I stop and you know one of the guys stops me and he goes. uh <laughs> okay, I think this is so done. funny. He's all, "How's everything going?" I'm like, "It's Dang. it's going. I'm I'm still learning this and that." And the other oh. thing goes, "Are you wearing cologne?" Yeah. <laughs> it's really um, it's. He's like, I got a real sensitive nose, well, so I, I didn't want to change yeah, it up too much. Like, you know, baby. So my brain's like, right? also, "Oh shit, he knows you're drunk. Really know he knows you're drunk." That. My brain's just like, "Oh, you're caught." I'm like, yeah. "No, is it?" Is, Cologne? Yeah. He's like, yeah, it smells like, I don't know what, like polo or cologne or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah, I must have hit myself heavy this morning and got up and walked the fuck out as fast as I could. Yeah. Did rumors start about you about from that or what? No. That's no, good. No. You know what? I, I get that shit because uh, occasionally when I smoke weed, I, I got to a point where I'd only want to do it at night. When I know that I didn't have to go anywhere. Yeah. Because during the day, like when my kids were in school, I always had this paranoid fear because it would happen every once in a while where I get a phone call and I have to pick one of my kids up or something. Yeah. You know, and I still wasn't at a point yet where I could handle being high out in public. <laughs> so it's just like you have this, this huge fear. You know what? It's just not even worth it, man. It's not even worth it. I hate day drinking because I don't like getting drunk. And then, you know, having a headache. And this, this, I don't know when, but it, I don't know why. Yeah. Most people like day drinking. I don't, um, I don't, well, I don't drink much anymore anyways. But when I did drink heavily, it was generally at night. And it was a sabotage drinking. Yeah. So I, you know, I'd wake up with a fucking massive hangover or this and that and the other thing. And. I just got tired of the hangovers, so I I put it away altogether. Um, the last time that I did any heavy drinking, and it wasn't really heavy, was uh, the cruise. Yeah. That we went on, and um, the heaviest I drank was let's see, like there was like it was like a Thursday, <laughs> and I had the the beers are going down real easy that day. Um, when when beer starts going down like like, like it's water, water yeah. I can't remember how many beers I had, but I wasn't stumbling drunk. I was just, I was just like, I had um, waking hangover, which is the worst because it's so hot in Mexico. Yeah. So when you start drinking and then you start sweating all that shit out, 
like I got back to the boat and I just, I crashed, crashed out, fucking fell asleep. And you woke up feeling like shit, I bet. No. No? No, I had a waking hangover. Okay. So I, I crashed out to take care of the hangover. Yeah. And woke up and felt great and then went and got something to eat and then I was done drinking. I almost always get a headache after drinking. I think I drank 10 beers that day. And but that's that's the most I've had in a long, long time. Because hmm. it was always, we were, it just got to the point where it was just like, fuck it, I'm going to have another beer. That's not bad, dude. That's, those are rookie numbers <laughs> compared to some people. Ten, I, 10 beers and in, in two hours. Not that I'm trying to one up or anything, but I, I we had a guy, a roommate that was living with us a long time ago. And that dude would drink a 24 pack every night. I drank 10 beers in two hours. I understand. That's not fucking rookie numbers, bro. <laughs> I, I'm talking about like like real alcoholics yet, like every day. I I drank a 30-pack one night. <laughs> you tried to fucking Andre the Giant, huh? <laughs> and I'll tell you this. There's a point when you're drinking where you you literally sober up drinking. You get so fucking drunk, you're sober. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't make it to 30. I no. I made it to 26, maybe 28. Dude, that's a lot of li- alcohol. Uh, that's a lot of just liquid. That's a lot of beer in a short, 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 short amount of time. Mm. I'm surprised I didn't have alcohol poisoning. I uh, The most I ever drank, and I, I regret it to this day because I remember the feeling, was I had three liters of Carlos Rossi wine. Uh-huh. And was that it? <laughs> yeah. So I had two one and a half liter bottles of Carlos Rossi wine. That fucked me up. I think that was the most I ever drank. The worst hangover I ever had was uh, drinking Schlitz. Okay. I love Schlitz. The Blue Bull. And uh, the, um, the, I can't, I, I don't know if it was the malt liquor or if it was the beer. It was a gold can, but it didn't have the bowl on it. It was the 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 more recent, if you want to call it that. It was the Schlitz, the red Schlitz sign. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the malt liquor. I didn't drink that many of them, but I was drinking them. And uh, I woke up the next day with the most ferocious hangover. I think I had six beers. And I got, that fucked me up really good. Yeah. But then again, I could have, we could have gone out. I think that we did go out. And have, you know, then we had more drinks and then we came back and I think I hadn't, I may have had six more. Yeah. I don't know that, but I do remember drinking the Schlitz malt liquor and just, ugh. When I was in my late teens, early twenties, I was going, when me and my friends were all going through our white wave wannabe days, uh, and we were drinking, <laughs> we, we were drinking forties, right? And so we were either drinking St. Ides, Tiger piss, you know, uh, we were drinking, um, Mickey's Mickey, definitely. And it was only, we get the big old pack of grenades. Yeah. Right. And then we, and then sometimes you want to just save money. Right. Cause we didn't have jobs at the time. So we get shit like steel reserve came out. Yeah. Oh God. I remember having a 40 of steel reserve and that gave me the worst feeling the next day. I think I was like the closest I've come to having true hangovers was after drinking Steel Reserve. Yeah. And then you read it and it's like, oh, it's charcoal filtered or some shit. And you're just like, oh, it's, it's just the, and they still make it. People still drink that shit. I, I, I don't understand. Because people like it. So, you know what? And I think that's what it is. You know, I mean, it's no different than drinking Natty Ice or yeah. or uh, Keystones or it's, anything else like that. They're, they're your, Budweiser yeah. or Coors. It's pick your poison pretty much. Yeah. So some people, it just, it, it 
what is I'll tell you what was the one of the nastiest things I ever had besides gin was uh banana grape flavored Carlos Rossi wine. <laughs> banana grape flavor. Banana grape flavor. No, Mad Dog. I'm sorry, it was Mad Dog. Really? You don't like Mad Dog? Well, not banana grape. <laughs> I don't know. So when I was married, we were at we were at her brother's house, Ugh. and uh, he was moving. So it was his old house, and we were moving, and he found an old bottle of Mad Dog. Yeah, and it was just sitting around. And he opens it up, and he smells it, and I smell it. And like, actually, this doesn't smell too bad. Yeah. So he takes a he takes a swig of it, and he goes here, hmm. and I looked at him like. <laughs> so we were passing around a bottle of fucking old Mad Warm. He found it. He found oh. it on top of the air conditioner duct. <laughs> oh, so it was warm old Mad Dog twenty twenty. You had you had alcohol that that had been extra fermented. Yes, <laughs> and we didn't get fucked up. It was just that we were passing around to everybody. So that was pretty good. I'll tell you what. I mean, it's weird, man. I love grapes. I love banana. Put them together. No, no, <laughs> that's that's not a combination that goes good together. No. And it, this is a weird thing. That's I, not two great tastes that taste great together. Yeah, and like I, most artificial flavors, I don't like. I don't like um like artificial strawberry. I've never liked that, or artificial I orange. I can drink it once in a while. Orange, I like Fanta or Sunkiss. But I've always loved artificial lime and grape, and I hate artificial banana. Ugh. So, but. I always love grape soda. So you think, oh, grape, grape and banana. Okay. No, it is. No. Repung, repugnant. Repugnant. <laughs> repugnant. Yeah, it's a drunk Repungent. Way yeah. It's like, I, uh, I don't know why someone would do that to themselves. I, I, I really don't. Yeah. So. But you know, everyone likes their shit, man. That's why it still exists. Like strawberry farm. Yeah. Boone's farm. Boone's farm. Uh, the strawberry hill one. Oh yeah. Those are good. It's just, it's just a large wine cooler. Yeah. I wonder if Bartles and James still exists. I know Champagne still exists. I know champagne in a can. They still make box wine. I know that. No, they've always made box wine. I don't know why people are so down on box wine. They're not. It's the new, it's the, so it's like everybody, here, here's the thing. Yeah. So when rich people think it's white trash, and then regular people start drinking it. Yeah. Then rich people will start drinking it and say, I've always had this. I've always done this and pretend that they never thought it was white trash. I'm slumming it. So, yeah, it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so they elevate the status of of the quote unquote white trash that they that they, you know, condescended to not a year before that because every, because somebody had brought it over to their house and they realized that it was actually, you know quality alcohol yeah you know it's like the two dollar the two buck chuck right yeah you know the two dollar wine or whatever yeah and then all of a sudden night rich train. people are buying no not night train <laughs> like yellowtail or Ugh. or any oh, of this wait, merlot stuff no yellow yellowtail's not bad I'll you know something else. you know apotheca things like that yeah so when you buy when you buy two buck chuck i just call it two buck chuck but when you buy when you buy the two or three dollar bottles of wine, but rich people think that you know the more you spend on wine, the better it is. It's yeah, not always true. Yeah, you don't need to have a Johnny Depp habit with wine. So, so you buy the two or three dollars, and then and then rich people, if this is again you know my experience, they 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 poo poo the idea, and then two years later they're like, oh my god, this is the best thing since fucking yeah. Jesus walked on water. So. Teach his own. I'm too picky when it comes to wine. I, it's got to be sweet for me. If it, if, uh, otherwise, you, I, you. So you'd probably like um, uh, port. I love port. I'm, fuck. <laughs> One of my best hangovers was on port. 
you know what? I, I, I literally I drank an entire bottle by myself. I, I love the idea of wine. It's funny because on your TV right now, Virginia Madsen's in this movie. And Virginia Madsen, I only remember her mostly, not from Candyman, but from the movie. Uh, um, oh, my God. Damn it. I know the name of the movie. Don't you hate that? Don't you hate that when you know a movie and you, you brain fart the name? The one with Paul Giamatti and Thomas Hayden Church where they, they're driving through wine country. Yeah, and, and it's one of your favorite movies, too. I love that fucking movie, and I'm brain farting it right now for some reason. So she, I, remi- I remember her from that. Swamp Thing? <laughs> so that movie is done so well, and the way they talk about wine... It makes you. It makes me want to enjoy wine the way that those people do. Hot trot. <laughs> no, it it doesn't have a long title. It's a small. It's ambushed. A, no. Lying in wait. No. American Gun. Scooby Doo. Where's my mummy? Dude, it's even got um, MC Ganey in it. Who does a full noodle scene? Nude scene in it. It's hilarious. Wonder Woman. It's it's like well, I don't know why the upside keeps popping in my head. It's not the upside. It's not down. Sideways. Sideways. <laughs> See, I said up or down. It's sideways. <laughs> Told you. Or love sideways. And that movie makes me want to enjoy wine. It does. And I, I, I guess if I went out there and started doing a bunch of tasting, I would find ones that I could appreciate. But overall, like when we were doing cocktails with Heather, most of that shit, I just didn't care for. There was a couple, though, that were decent. But overall, I just don't. Of course, we're also drinking grocery outlet wine. <laughs> <laughs> it could be you could be filtered through someone's sock, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> For all I know, it could just be fermented uh, olive juice. <laughs> Possible, yeah. So I don't know. It, anyway, it there's those. It's weird. There's many things that if I'm just not into it, I'm not into it. But there are some things, and wine is one of them that I would I would like to be able to appreciate it the way that some people do. I, but I just don't. I don't. And it you know it doesn't. It doesn't fuck with me, but when I watch Sideways, it does fuck with me because I'm like, God damn it. Why can't I enjoy it the way they do? Whatever, though. I guess some people would, you know, enjoy crack. You know, I wish I could enjoy crack the way Richard Pryor did. Okay. (laughs) All right, let's get to the next one. (laughs) Monday, warrior. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. Will you shut the fuck up? All right. Alright, what am I doing? Uh, Number 16, I think you said. <sighs> Shit. Mm-hmm. 14, 15. Yeah, Valentine's Day. That's funny. That is, I mean, is he wrong? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Alright. I don't know why they're continually sharing that one around. I mean, I'm glad you saw it, but yeah, it's all it's it's the same meme that's been. I, I have been, That's the first time I've seen that one. I know. That's why. I, all right, uh, here we go. Uh, 